everyone, and welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. I think the first two months of fourth and seventh grade were the toughest times of my childhood. In both cases, I had switched to a new school with new kids that I didn't really know. I felt completely alone and depressed. But I wasn't bullied. I wasn't a victim of any cyber attacks. There was no cyber in the 80s. But there most certainly is now. Kay Eskridge has a huge heart for kids in their preteen years. Tweens, as they're known these days. She's one of the good guys as she lifts up and supports a segment of the population that is dealing with things we never imagined when we were growing up. Kay can make you laugh one second and make you think hard the very next. She doesn't practice customer service. She provides customer care. Enjoy our conversation. I sure did. Did you do something to your hair that's different? I don't ever do anything to my hair. Huh. It does what it wants to you do. You look really, uh, something about you is different these days. I <laughs> is don't know. it better or worse? Good, better. I might be chubbier. D- welcome to my world. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, um, I discovered ice cream at 9.30 at night, every night, and went... Poof. You discovered that. Oh, yeah. you were like, oh yeah, you know what, I can't I can do ice cream at 9.30. night, 9.30, yeah. 9.30, and then I go to bed and I... Poof. It's like you broke out of the kid mold where, you know, ice cream, there was no ice cream after a certain time. And then you're like, oh, exactly. I'm an adult now. I can have ice cream I whenever I want. I can do any damn thing I want. <laughs> and I have ice cream at night. And the worst part about it is I have added 20 some odd pounds to my body. But I say round mm. is a shape. Mm. I'm in shape because oh, I'm hey. round. You know what? As strange as it is, I've never heard that in my whole you life. You may have that. Round, I'm in shape. Round, round is, is a shape. shape. I like round. I, round is good. Are we on right now? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, on. crap. <laughs> Great. <laughs> you so, found my weakness. My kryptonite is um, Ben and Jerry's and or actually Moose Tracks is my favorite. Oh, Moose Tracks. Moose I like tracks. gold metal ribbon from Baskin and Robbins. <gasps> I think it's the best in the whole wide world. Ooh, okay. I got to try that. Great. No, Add more mass to my ass. Stay, stay, <laughs> stay away from gold metal ribbon. <laughs> How fun for you is this? Mm. I love it. I do. So instead of TED Talks, this is Jed Talks. Wow, that's a new one too. How is that a new one? How how is that? <laughs> because I am me. How, it's this is like a year of these, and you're the first person to say that. Jed Talks. Jed Talks. Yeah. Okay. My gift to you. Probably we're violating some copyright law. Somehow. No, I don't think so. It's a J, not a T. It's dude. That's, that's what I'll argue in court. And I will be right beside you. <laughs> you said that you changed your mind on what we, we had been planning on talking about for yeah. a while. Now tell me about that. Well, I just, after being here at Sync and, and getting the feedback that I got after the opening program yesterday morning on tweens, I realized that that is really 
it's been my passion, but it's really something that needs to be more talked about because I think this is the beginning of a new wave, a new generation of things that we as professional photographers can offer to our clients. And I almost feel, you know, I challenged everybody in the audience to be responsible and to be proactive as a professional photographer. And I feel that, that anything I can do to help further that point would be part of my message, which means instead of making this about business, it needs to be about specifically the business of photographing tweens and our responsibility that we have as professionals to be able to offer that. So why, why, that's why I changed my mind. But why tweens? Why does that, why does that age range stand out to you so much? Um, one, I think it's an untapped market as a business person. Okay. Two, I think as a human being, it's a, it's a group of young people that are being hit harder than any other age group in terms of the bullying, in terms mm. of social challenges, in terms of their positive body mm. imagery and mm. the way they feel about themselves. Um, we, and I'm going to age myself, and I, I talked about this yesterday morning, um, when we grew up, we had pagers. And our secret code to each other would be putting in numbers that you could turn upside down and say right. hello. Right. You know, right. Right. How, right. how cheesy was right. that? Remember four right. three seven seven zero? <laughs> yeah. And if you turn it upside down, it was hello. Right. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> yeah. And then and the it, cell phone came out. No, the yeah. cell phone came out. It was the size of your foot. It yeah. had the the, the, <laughs> the gray thing with the antenna on the top. I remember. Remember. Well, the first ones came in a bag that you could then use in your car. So it was oh, like carrying around a backpack, and yeah. you're like, yeah. Dude, that Ooh, guy's I'm rich. so cool. Yeah, he has exactly. Forty thousand dollar phone. Yeah, no. So I mean, it, but it. We didn't have when when we got bullied in school. Mm. Um, we either duked it out on the playground. Yeah. Or we yelled at each other or whatever it was, and then there was resolution and it was over. Yeah. But it was face to face. Yeah. And I think that that curtailed a lot of the the bullying because it was a face to face. Like there was consequences when I bullied you. Right. There was a consequence to me. Right. I either got expelled from school, right. um, I got a whipping or whatever you want to call right. it. These I don't think they even do that these days. No, but people don't know what that is. Anymore. No, it's a spanking, right. uh, whatever you want right. to call it. Right. Um, but now, bullying is it's so easy because there's no face to it. Mm -hmm. It's cyberbullying is right. so rampant, and these young people are exposed to it on a, not only a daily basis, but when they come home from school, their phones are still on. And, and there aren't many parents that will force them to, to put their phone down or turn their phone off. Don't you so think it goes then, on. And don't you think that it, like we can, don't you think, it, I think it would be easier for someone like you or me to look at something and be like, you know what, that's really mean or that's really bullying. But don't you think that in general, it has become so normalized and, and such like a normal part of someone's, of the lexicon mm -hmm. of this age group mm -hmm. that they don't even recognize it as such, it's mm -hmm. on, like on the lower end. It's almost like that's just how people talk and that's just how things are. Mm -hmm. And it's to a degree where that's heightened compared to certainly how we used to, you know, experience Deal with it. life. Sure. And now like the, the, what they would consider bullying is on a level that is tremendously destructive. Oh, absolutely. And um, I, it, this just happened, actually. It's crazy that we're talking about this. Or not crazy because it just is the way we roll. But right. about three weeks ago, one of my tween ambassadors' mother's mother called me and said that somebody um, had taken her daughter's Instagram account, 
kind of hijacked it, took photos from the account, started a, a new account, similar name but with underscores, um, and it was a destructive bullying tactic by this other person. And they bore down to it and, and, and went down and figured out that it was one of her friends that thought it was a joke. But it wasn't a joke. It was bullying. It, it, it traumatized this, this beautiful young lady who is one of my favorite tween ambassadors. She's powerful. She's, she's philanthropic. She's kind. She's smart. She's athletic. She's, she's in a bag. I mean, she's the bomb diggity. And it hurt her. And it didn't start out as bullying. It started out as a practical joke, but it ended up being bullying because yeah. it was so easy to do. But she yeah. spent three days wondering who did this to her. Three days of, of, of crying and of sheer terror. And it, it just, they don't, I don't think kids these days see how destructive some of that stuff can do because they didn't have, we didn't have that social media back when we grew up. Well, and don't you think that even back then people would say like, oh, kids are stupid. Like they would say that when you're young, you're stupid. You, yeah. do, stupid you do stupid things. And so to humiliate somebody in 1984, mm -hmm. it was like making fun of them in front of like a group of three other people. Yeah. Verbally. Right. Okay. So those are, that was, that was really hurtful. And I don't mean to take anything away from that. That's right. awful. But now you make fun of somebody in front of earth. Yes. So earth gets to see it yes. and it's archived. And so it doesn't just live for the four seconds that those no. words were in the air, no. you know, initially, yeah. but it's, it's, it's archived forever. and it's yeah. online yeah. for earth to constantly yeah. see. And yeah. even if they're not in, in the person, in the victim's in the mind, mind it's everyone there. is constantly seeing this. Everyone's right. constantly aware of this and they are going to be forever. And it right. wrecks you. Oh, it does. And it did. And I think the older we get as adults, we get more, um, we get smarter about how we let those kind of things affect us. Mm -hmm. I think. Well, actually, no, I take that back because even still now in our industry, and quite honestly, there are mean people mm -hmm. and there are, it, it's still hurtful. Yeah. I mean, I, we all still feel things, yeah. but um, I think we, the older we get, the more we realize that that's just a small little world in the big world. Yes. But when you're a tween, your world is that. When you're 12, that is your world. That is your world. Yeah. And that's all you know. You don't know that. Well, then your brain's not developed enough, uh -uh. even biologically, no. to be able to absorb, absorb anything it like or, that. Or deal with it. Right. right. So, no, I think that that, again, is why I am so passionate about photographing tweens and teaching this message to other photographers so that they have a platform to be able to do something in their own communities. I kind of feel like we've been given a gift. Like we, God gave each of us a gift as a photographer, mm. a, a talent, a vision. Um, my mom, oh, God bless her. I love her to death. She um, used to say to me that I use my heart before I see with my eyes. Oh, wow. I know. It's a good one. I know. I know. My mom is so wise. I hate that I'm saying that out loud, but she is so wise, but it's true. And, and this is the other thing she said to me one day when, um, my, my life evolved and it came to the point where I, um, it was, it was obvious that I was never going to have children. And I, I said to my mom, I said, you know, I'm, I met a man and I think he's, he's going to be the guy or whatever. And, but he's already got kids. So that means I will never have children. What, what footprint do I leave on this earth? What mark do I leave? What, yeah. what do, what do I, what is my legacy? What is Kay's legacy? Right. And my mom, without skipping a beat, she says, well, honey, don't you think that with every photograph you take, you leave a legacy? Oh my. Oh, 
And the angels sang. And Thank God for mom. The weight of the world was off my shoulders. Yeah. She's so wise. Yeah. Um, and I hope she doesn't hear this because that means I'm going to have to eat crow, so to speak. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> I know. Right. I'm right. like, oh, mom's right again. <laughs> oh. um, but it's true. I really believe oh. that we have a responsibility as photographers. Mm. And I don't take it lightly. And, and I don't take our role in society lightly in that if, if you have gift and you have something to give and you have something to leave behind or something that, that leaves a footprint on this earth, mm-hmm. why not utilize it? And I think right now for me and for those of uh, those people that are, are becoming part of my tribe that believe this too, why not do something with this talent? And it, high school senior portraits are great, but, yeah. but those kids have already kind of formed who they are by then. Yeah. But it's the tweens. It's these younger, this younger generation that is so hurt by this social media and everything that's out there in a way that we weren't hurt. I just feel a responsibility to do something about it. Well, and don't you think that even his, this is just coming to me now, that don't you think even historically within the photography industry that that age segment has been somewhat marginalized in that, you know, lots of people take even maternity, so let's start with maternity, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then newborn. Mm-hmm. Then well, let's start with infants. boudoir before maternity. Boudoir, yeah, like, yeah, well, so wedding, boudoir, boudoir. Then, like, yeah. Everything is covered. Yeah. Now I'm talking historically, not yeah. in the last five or 10 years even, no. but even before that. I don't remember when I got into the industry. I remember all these other quote unquote categories, yeah. right? I remember, and then you get to children and families and then you get to seniors, but there's a, there's a gap in there, yeah. yep. right? And yep. it happens to be tweens. Yep. And it wasn't ever in, in, as far as I remember, I don't remember it ever being a thing. So there's Mm -mm. already that marginalization kind of Mm -hmm. factored in to Mm -hmm. the equation, right? And Mm -hmm. then you think to yourself, like you just said, by the time you're a senior, you're pretty well developed, or at Mm -hmm. least you're on a vector towards who you're going to be. Yes. And doesn't everybody remember, like, to some degree, what a nightmare fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade could be? Oh my lord! Like, wasn't that the time in your life where you just didn't know? You, you, you what didn't to know think? up from down or down from up. Well, <laughs> right. and now you know they're they're putting braces on kids earlier. So yeah. what what we did in high school with braces in high school, they're right. putting on braces on tween age kids so again. So great, you're adding so the braces to the mix. Now we got braces. Yeah. Now we got that. Right. We got um, you know the acne is starting earlier. Right. Everything is starting earlier. Right. These kids, it's it's. What I think, I agree with you, kind of a lost generation. Lost, yeah. That, that's a lost segment of your life almost. And, and right now there. now it's happening so much quicker. And, yeah. you know, I read facts um, yesterday, like most, most, and I just, just a, this is a, a mechanical part of your body. Um, most young ladies are starting their periods at 12 now. That seems so early to me. Doesn't it? And and I can't imagine like you're in class and you're that young and then and something you're like starting and the hormones can't imagine th- th- things that we as adult women have a hard time controlling. Imagine right. being that young right. and trying to control all this right. and the bullying and and right. sex and sexual right. things. Now it's just common language. It's inserted. Think about the TV shows there. they're seeing, the magazine yeah. covers they're looking at. Yeah. Not to mention what they have potential, the potential that they have to be exposed to online, which is generally in the phone, in their pocket all day long. All day long. Right. Right. No. So I just, I think if we could, if we could be the good guys in our society these days, if we could be the ones that bring about change in a way that makes these young people feel good about themselves. Mm -hmm. 
you know, even if it's the hour, two hours, whatever, they're with me in the studio, if I can make a difference in their life, if I can help them then focus on charitable giving and being involved in their community mm. and giving them a, a structure and a way for them to be able to do that, giving them something that's peer to peer, like helping other tweens. Right. Um, because we're so uh, focused on me, 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 I, 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 imagine being able to give them a platform to where they're not that way. So what sort of things do you institute in order to, like the peer to peer thing stuck out to me because I, mm -hmm. I haven't really thought about that or heard of that before. Because I'm brilliant. <laughs> I'm just not, ask me. I'm not saying I'm surprised. <laughs> I just want to know more about what you do to facilitate that, the peer-to-peer -peer interaction. So in um, in Phoenix, Arizona, there's a, an organization called Amanda Hope, the Amanda Hope Project, and it okay. was started by um, parents that had lost a daughter to childhood cancer mm. when she was eight years old. Oh my! And Amanda, Amanda Hope was her name, ironically, so Why? they called it the Amanda Hope Project. Right. And the Amanda Hope Angels um, are grown-up people who volunteer to be a part of this organization. So they have created something that I have attached myself to through um, process of my being a part of their organization for years now, but also realizing that my tweens, my ambassadors, my Celebrate Tween ambassadors, I have an opportunity to provide them with a platform to where they can do something with that giving opportunity. So, so they you're do things funneling like them, you're directing I'm, them. To I'm that. giving them an opportunity then to know that when they pick out a journal mm -hmm. for themselves as part of their ambassador program, they get to pick out a second journal mm -hmm. who they then can give to a, a person their age that's in hospital going through treatment. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So they know that when I'm picking out the cover of my journal and White House says now I'm, I'm working with Jim at White House Great. to create these journals. Yeah. So um, they pick out one for them. They know that they're then in kind going to be giving one. They can't go into the hospital, so they give it to, we take it to the office. Yeah. And then the office decides which teenager that's going through therapy can or cancer treatment, whatever right. it is that they're going through in hospital, they get the opportunity to know that that journal is going to somebody in their age category mm. that is challenged by this physical, going through this horrible fight. Right. Um, in addition to that, we do a... Um, a fingernail polish drive, the adult angels do um, mani-pedis for the moms and the daughters that are in the hospital and can't oh, leave. What? I know, I know. See, dude, I... But that can be such a big deal. I mean, we, it's that's huge. What, don't you think it's one of those things that, like, just in general, it's like a, a comfort that we just take for granted. Oh, I'm going to yeah. go get my nails done or my hair done or whatever. And it, to be in a position where you can have a manicure or a pedicure yeah. when, when you're in that situation. It, 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 and it's for one hour, this, this mom or this, this little girl can forget about the needles and the, yes. the sickness and the, the horrible thing that they're going through. They get pampered for that one hour. Right. And the, the Amanda Hope Angels, they do, there are four hospitals that they do it every week. Once a week, they do these many petties. Mm. So we did a fingernail polish drive. Mm. And we collected fingernail polish and cotton balls and stickers that go on your nails yeah. and um, anything that could be. I mean, it. They, this local chapter of Amanda Hope will have, won't have to purchase fingernail polish or any of these products for over a year right, they because have. it was. We, we, and you can go online on um, at Celebrate Tweens, mm -hmm. which is the the Instagram account, and you can see what we're doing yeah. and. But because the peer-to-peer, -peer, it's legitimate. It's not like giving, oh, here's $25 that's going to go to X charity. No, this is me collecting physical things that I know I'm giving. 
So it, it's, that's the peer-to-peer. Yeah. Um, and then the third part of the triangle is more of a community. So that gets the parents involved. And that's where these young ladies know that they're doing things that, that are making a difference in their community as well. Right. So it's, it's the, the self at the tip of the iceberg mm-hmm. or the tip of the triangle. Mm-hmm. And then it's the peer-to-peer and then the community. And that's where you get the family involved and the parents involved and giving, um, finding something in your own local community that you can embrace and that you can attach yourself to and not necessarily own it, but be committed to it. It's not just a one and done. How powerful is it to help them to experience what anybody needs at any age? Like when you, when you're really in a confused place or when you're in a scary spot or when you're down, Mm -hmm. <clears throat> don't you think like the most, one of the most powerful things for yourself is to help or to serve or to give mm-hmm. to others. Mm-hmm. And so it's amazing to me, like you, we've established, I think the, 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 the scenario that a lot of these kids during at those ages mm-hmm. that they're in, and it's like, you're giving them this beam of light, mm-hmm. you know, to, to experience this during a, a super foundational or formative mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. in their life. Mm-hmm. And just imagine how that is going to manifest itself for the rest of their life, right? Absolutely. I'm sure you've thought of that, but I'm, yeah, I'm this, is kind for, of. <laughs> this is just the beginning for me. That's a gift, you know? I think that's a really it's big deal. so powerful. How how does it, so from a from a pragmatic standpoint now. That's a big word. Well, let's, you said the, the very first, you said there's two reasons, and the, and the first reason was that it's really, really good for your business. So ah. from, pra, from a practical standpoint, I'll use that word. How does that, how does that manifest in, in like, I guess we're circling all the way back to sure. the beginning, but what does it look like and how, how do you integrate this from a business standpoint? Um, well, it, it certainly is, um, I've, you know, I'm glad you asked that, Jed. Well, <laughs> we're, Jed switching, talks. we're switching gears a Jed little bit. Jed Talks 2019. <laughs> we're switching gears from the emotional to the, to the practical, Back to I me, guess. me, me, I, I, I. <laughs> yeah, in a sense, in All a sense. All about more. I want to I um, cover that. I want to make sure we get those pieces in. You know, it. this just kind of came. You know, every now and again, you have kablammers where you hit yourself upside the head. Oh, yeah. and, and you do things sometimes without knowing why you do them and then you figure it out after the fact like sometimes you're motivated to do good but you don't know why you're doing good until after you sit you get a chance to sit back and look at it and go well that's why i did that Mm. i think for me personally in phoenix arizona i've been in business since 1985 Oh God! <laughs> that was a that's that a, was a lot of dead air. That's after back, you said that, ten types. That's back. <laughs> when we use the sun. Like if we would have, if we would have had an audience of a thousand people, it would have sounded exactly the same. <laughs> oh my God! There's <laughs> just the two of us. But if we were in a huge room with a thousand people live, <laughs> yeah, it would have been quiet, just uh, like that. Yeah, dead air. Like everybody's doing the math, going, "Oh God!" I Some people say, are like, "I don't even remember 1985 because I wasn't <laughs> here yet. I wasn't even born yet." <laughs> I know. I'm that. I'm now that. My parents weren't even together then. <laughs> they hadn't even gotten married no, yet. No, no, no. I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. I could be half of the kids that are here. I could be their mother. <laughs> no, I'm. This, I'm not. I was too dancing far off. last night with somebody who could be my son. <laughs> too, I am not too far off, my dear. I really am not. Oh Lord. But okay, you know what? Okay. The, the, the thing about that is. <laughs> I've weathered the storms. Yeah. I mean, I've gone through digital. I, yep. I, I've gone from film to digital. I, 
So obviously I'm doing something right yeah. because I'm still not only in business, but I'm in a thriving business. Yeah, you're thriving and you're in the mix. Yep. And so I, when I, when I talk and, and when I share these things with people, I, I so believe in it because I am walking the walk. I'm right. not just going blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, so what was my question? No, wait, wait, sorry. I got this. The practical. <laughs> practical. <laughs> I think that what has happened to me in my community is that I've always been known as um, somebody that's creative. Um, I'm high end. They know they're spending some money when yep, they come it's to me. Cost them. Yep. But they're going to get customer care, not customer yep. service, customer care. Oh, which I like is, there's that. a huge my like, gift like to that. you, customer Whatever. care. How come I, Dude, I feel like I've never? I feel like I just don't know anything about anything. I I, well, you. because you don't. Not customer service, customer, customer care. care. And there's a huge difference between the two. Everybody does customer service. It's, well, it's called feel, being in business. I, now I feel like I'm at the mechanic when you say customer service. And, and, exactly. And juxtapose it with it's, customer it's care. It's just customer service is the one and done. Here I am. I'm, I'm, taking your, I'm giving you a product. I'm taking your money. That's customer service. Okay. Customer care is I'm providing you with an experience. I like it. I'm giving you a product that you have an opportunity to purchase that's different than anybody else, but I'm going to wrap it in a bow and I'm going to put a sticker on it and a label on it. And I'm going to send you a thank you note, a handwritten thank you note afterwards. And I'm going to follow up with a phone call or I'm going to really put my heart into what I'm providing with you. I like that. That's customer care. And I think that's the difference between a photographer that succeeds and thrives and one that just barely limps along because they don't get that. Right. They don't get how important it is because everybody, I mean, today, I, I, you know, what's killing us. And I, Oh, I'm picking up my cell phone in my hand right now, by okay. the way, because you can't see this. Right. Cell phones are killing us. Agreed. Because it's good enough. Good oh, enough yep. has become good enough. Yep. And the difference between, again, photographers that are going to thrive and succeed are the people that understand that good enough isn't good enough. Mm-hmm. But society is still saying good enough is good enough. And we convey that to our, like part of our Don't job we? is to convey it to our clients. Absolutely. To show them the difference. To show them the difference. So right. that's customer care over customer service. I like it. So what I... Are, what are some, What give me a specific way or two that you practice Wait, can I go back to the, the, what was the big word? Let me, let me go back to the uh, pragmatic. Pragmatic even. Yes. Okay. So this is what I think has happened in my local area. I have been in business long enough to where I have a really great, what I, well, I do. I mean, I'm going to brag for a minute. I have a great reputation. While you're here. In, in, in my, in my area, in Arizona, in Phoenix, Scottsdale, Paradise Valley. Um, but by offering this new segment to my studio, which would be the tween offerings, yeah. and because I am being very vocal and I'm donating these things to charitable auctions and I'm on social network or social media and I'm tagging my mothers and my mothers are being proud of their daughters or their sons through my new offering, I have reinvented myself and I've exposed myself now back into my community at a place where maybe people are like, oh yeah, I'll go to K, maybe blah, blah, blah. Now they're like, oh, I got to do this. I have to go see Kay. Right. So I have, by reinventing or by offering this new segment of my business, I have exposed myself, <laughs> pun, <laughs> I have exposed myself now to my community in a whole nother way. Yeah. So all of a sudden I'm finding that even if they don't have a tween, I'm popping up all over the place now. Right, right. And so suddenly now I'm getting my business is, is, is almost exploding again right, right. because I've launched a new segment of my business. Mm-hmm. So that was the that pragmatic other question. piece. All right. So what was the next question? 
Oh, uh, how I practice some, customer some care. Some specifics. Well, I think the handwritten thank you note. Yeah. Is the, the lost art of the handwritten thank you note is so sad. I mean, I really think that that makes me different. Um, the way I package my product. Um, and handwritten. Oh, handwritten. Oh, no, no, no. Handwritten and customized. So it's, thank you, Mary, Mm -hmm. for your, uh, it's usually like, um, Mary, comma, um, thank you very much for your um, continued support of my business. I appreciate your trust and your business. Mm -hmm. So, you know, basically I'm I'm thanking them for their trust in me to provide them with a quality product. Right. Right. But I think also it's it's about the way the dressing room, the dressing suite looks. Um, even though I have a residential studio, I don't have a home studio. I have a residential studio. Residential, another way. Word yeah. choices. Yeah. Language, the way yeah. you speak to your clients. Yeah. Um, I did have the big commercial space. I've I've uh, <laughs> we joked yesterday morning. Um, I started off right out of college with a one-hour lab with my husband at the time. We started a lab. That's what we did. One one hour quick photo in Phoenix. Yeah, in a little strip center, a little mini mall. Started one hour lab. Actually, the machine was delivered when we were on our honeymoon. (laughs) Yeah, so we had to have my parents come in and, and, oh, it was crazy. Right at the beginning. Right at the beginning. Started a one hour lab right out of college. Got married, (laughs) literally. um, And then from there, we put in, right next to us, the space became available. We put in a studio put a door in the back so we could go in between the two. I remember there were times at Christmas where, you know, we'd be processing Christmas photos and we'd sleep in the back. Even though our, we had a home, we were there just so often. During that one of time us would year. sleep while one, the other one was right. working the, the machines. Sure. So then from there, we had the opportunity to double our space as far as the studio is concerned. We sold the lab, actually sold it three times, and it oh. kept coming back to us oh. because they couldn't make That was when Costco opened. Oh, uh-huh. I we actually could go and take someone's film to Costco and, and process it cheaper than we could afford At to process your it ourselves. own lab. Yeah, yeah. That was telling. S- yeah. Hello. <laughs> so eventually, we just let the lab go, and yeah. the studio had expanded, and then that's when um, our marriage didn't work out any longer. But we still stayed together as a team mm-hmm. in our studio because it was a good thing. It right. worked. We were right. really we were in fuego at that right. point as two young young kids. And um, we worked together for two years, even though we were divorced. Most people didn't even know we were divorced because we were always together. Right. We shot the Open together, the Fiesta Bowl, the Super Bowl. Everything that we did, we were always together. But just assume we were still you were married. You were still married, right. And then he married the cuckoo bird. And um, <laughs> oh, seriously, she was, okay. she was, oh, oh my God, this woman. And that's when she wanted to be, she wanted a piece of the pie. And I'm like, uh-uh. Nope. You're not, not going to come in. Nope. Nope. So well, we, that makes sense. we ended up splitting. Then at that point, yeah. the business, I kept the location, changed the name, foofified everything up, made yeah. it more girly, yeah. made it more appealing to the female. Right. Because I knew that's who was paying was the bills. Your, that was your market. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually I had a chance to build a building. Uh, it was an office condominium. So I built it from ground up. I actually put in the HVAC myself, put in the, I mean, I painted the wall. I, we wow. literally built it from ground up. Then about four years ago, I had two full-time employees, the whole thing. Um, it just got to be too much. And yeah. I found myself working my ass off just to take care of two full-time take employees, care of your employees salaries. Yeah. Yeah. And I was getting deeper and deeper into debt. And I was just, I came unglued. It yeah. was just killing me. Yeah. Absolutely. The model changed then for you. It did. And I said, I've got this beautiful home. I'm on an acre. I've got a huge koi pond that I put in, a water feature, a huge waterfall. 
Um, I had created all these little vignettes. Mm-hmm. Well, what am I doing? So I got rid of the employees, moved my studio to the, the residence. I'm fortunate because the whole south wing of the house is the business. Right. And you don't ever, you don't come through my front door. You go around through the portrait garden. I greet you out at the, the door. Right. This is another part of customer care. I always say to my clients, give me a call when you, when you arrive, I'll come out and greet you. Right. So I meet them at the curb. Nice. I bring them back in through the portrait garden so they get a chance to experience everything. They have the possibility of being right. photographed at these right. little places. Then we go into the dressing suite. It's not a dressing room. It's a dressing suite. Listen to you. I, I know. People are taking notes. They better be. If you're not. Word choices. Yeah. It's all about the word choice. Oh, and by the way, nothing is free. Everything is complimentary. Not free. Use the word complimentary. Love, not free. I love it. I know. I am, when you go I'm to nice bomb. places, these are the things that you see anyway. You don't. If you go to a nice hotel, it's this is complimentary or that is complimentary. Absolutely. It's not free water. No, and and I, right. I, you know, it's funny you should say that about hotels. A lot of this does come from following what what some of the leading businesses in the world do, not just our industry, but right. but look outside of the box. And you go to some of the really super nice hotels, and they'll have that little sign that says, "If you forgot anything, you know, if you need a razor or whatever you need, yeah. call the front desk." Well, in my dressing suite, I have all of that, and there's a little sign that says, "Complimentary items below." So. In the desk, in the in the credenza, there's shaving cream, deodorant, um, Q-tips, cotton balls, safety pins. Uh, you even changed the desk. Powder. You even changed the desk to credenza. Credenza. Seriously, yes, like I you did. just did it yeah. <laughs> in mid sentence. <laughs> it's so perfect. It, it's just the way it's the way I roll because I love it. you know I want and 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 the there is a um, a changing table with wet wipes and all kinds of baby items and towels and things right there that if they need it, it's there. Because sometimes and diapers in various sizes. Even though I don't specialize in newborns or babies, I still have a lot of clients that bring them in. Um, so it's it's just taking it to that next level. Like what I want the, I want my client, every client, whether it's an executive headshot or a senior or a tween or a family, I want them to leave feeling better about who they are because of the experience they've had with me. I want them to feel pampered because I do charge a lot. I'm not cheap. Right. Tell so me, tell I want them to feel like they've really gotten their money's worth. Tell me this from a personal standpoint. Why, why from a personal standpoint, do the tweens stand out to you so much? Maybe because I have Peter Pan syndrome. Keep going. I'm ne- I don't ever want to grow up. <laughs> Why do you think I wear chucks all the time? I have 27 pairs now. I know you have a lot. I, I didn't know you had 27. It, no, no, it's called a collection, not an addiction. <laughs> that's <right. laughs> See, that's there's words have there meaning. There you go. Word choice. Again. Word choices. Um, I think it, I still got to go back to my mom about yeah. making a difference. I, I feel an obligation to humanity to know that even if it's just one tween at a time. I, maybe this sounds lame or maybe this sounds, I, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's selfish because I get so much passion, so much joy from seeing these young ladies, these young people leave my studio right. on, on a, such a high note and feeling so good about themselves right. and watching the mothers see these young ladies. Um, I told the story yesterday morning about one particular tween that had scarring on her leg and um, she's been teased about it, bullied about it. And she, Played volleyball, so she had little short shorts. So the, the scar was always there. Right. It was a pretty big scar. 
And to me, I didn't even see it. I didn't think twice about it, but the mother had pre-warned me about it hmm. just so that I would be aware. Hmm. And after the, she came in and she's beautiful, beautiful, stunning young woman. And we, I'd photographed her in her first outfit. And then we went on to the second outfit and she went to go change. And I looked over at the mother and the mother was like teared up and tears coming down yeah. her face. And I'm like, oh shit, what yeah. did I do? Right. Well, what well, did I do? Yeah. And I said, I am so sorry. And she said, no, no, no. She goes, that's my girl. <laughs> this, this young lady who's all of a sudden her shoulders were back oh, and her head chin was up mm. and she was joyful and she was laughing and she was giddy and silly. And mm. she, the mom said, the, the girl that walked through that door, the one that was her shoulders were hunched over and her head was down and she was kind of quiet and looking around and wasn't communicative at all. By the time we, we, we had moved through the outfits and that the daughter that she knew she had came out because she didn't feel bullied. She didn't feel self-conscious about her scar. I was able to make her feel wonderful, beautiful, alive, joyful, all of the things, all of the good positive words that we have the ability to, to do for our clients. Yeah. And, and I think that was a shifting point for me. I realized, you know, high school seniors, I, I, I love them, but they're already who they really are at that point. Mm. They're 17 years old, mm. 16 years old. I mean, granted, there's a lot of growing up still to do, but it's a, but it's a but huge leap it, from 11 and 12 to oh, 17 my and goodness. 18. It's a gigantic leap. Absolutely. And you're yeah. going to, you're going to get that here it. with I'm, your, your girl. She is, turns 10 in a couple months oh, and Christ. I'm just terrified oh, good of it to Has some she found boys yet? Yeah. She has. <laughs> and that's a whole other thing that these yeah. young people are being exposed to things yeah. that they see on TV now that we never saw when we grew up. So it resonates with you, these, oh, these girls absolutely. And, the, and the feelings that they have and the, and the confusions and the circumstances and the situations. Absolutely. And I, I'm, I'm actually very blessed. I grew up in what I would consider a leave it to beaver cleaver family. Yeah. Or so I thought. Yeah. Well, your mom sounds pretty darn good. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, pr I'm pretty lucky. Um, but I, I, I wasn't spoiled by any means. Mm. I mean, I didn't get a brand new car when I turned 16. Mm. Um, but I, 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 I really had, I had a fortunate growing up opportunity and it's not that I look at these young ladies and go, oh, I feel so bad for you. Let me help you. I just want to be a positive light in their life. You know, and <laughs> if I'm it. Aunt Kay or Miss Kay or whatever they want to call me, if I'm the place where they know they can go and have 45 minutes, an hour of feeling good about themselves, right. then I've done my job. Amen. Yeah. So I guess ultimately, oh, here's another one. I think I get what I give. Like I get to feel good about myself because I know that I've given something. I sound brilliant, don't it's I? It's a two-way street. You do. You, you're rocking today. You're on. You're firing on all cylinders. But it's the truth. I'm, I'm literally, I don't have notes in front of me. This is just, this is the way I roll. I, I, <laughs> I felt so good yesterday after giving a program. I'm still on a high from yesterday because yeah, yeah. I really felt like, you know, of the 400 people here at the conference, yeah. there were a lot of them that got what they needed to get. Yeah. Yeah. And so it makes me feel like a, kind of an evangelist, so to speak, for tweens. Well, you are. Is, is that, and it's not just about photographing them and making a business and making money off of mm -hmm. them. It's about giving them an opportunity to give back to the community. Yeah. And I, I think like that's that the missing link. The peer to peer is a big deal to peer -to -peer. me. That's, that's really stood out to me. Yeah. And I, I hope people take that concept and, and run with it because yeah. not only I think is it, is it a super good idea, but I think it's 
tremendously unique in a lot of ways to like go that extra step and yeah. provide that extra resource. Give for them. them a chance to do good because they may not have that chance. And you know, tweens are so overbooked. I mean, when we grew up here, I go back again, when we grew up, back when they were, right. Right. back when we were, yeah. we were doing our homework and banging rocks in together. 1932. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> Try oh that hurt. We we remember we we, we the Not we you. the we um oh what was it what was I oh you know when we grew up it was like okay so I did Girl Scouts and maybe I took the piano yeah and really I did Boy Scouts and piano okay so same thing yeah and you played softball when it was softball season yeah you ran track when it was track season both of those yes you um you know what I hated I hated that what was that high bar thing you had to jump over. You mean the high jump? High jump. I sucked at that. Yeah, I was terrible at that too. Yeah, well, maybe because it was 5'3". <laughs> <laughs> I just was bad because of the I technique. The technique that you needed to do it. I, know. I don't. I still don't understand it to these to this day. I know. I and have see a people time. doing it. How can you contort your body How do you that, do way? that? Or <laughs> running? Why would you run? <laughs> With that stupid. Went, why would you? You went really basic, really fast, or like running. <laughs> You know? Why would you run from one point to the next? Well, because some when, people can. But I couldn't. No. I sucked wind. Yeah. I, I, seriously, I'd get that 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 cramp underneath your rib cage. Oh yeah. I'd be like, man down, man yeah. down. I'm gonna die today. Uh, I'm gonna die. I'm, I'm, I'm 14 gonna die. years old and I'm gonna perish because of running. And why that mile thing? That all the, the way mile, around the truck track. The mile thing. <laughs> oh my lord! I'm oh, you're like, killing no. me. You're I, 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 yeah, I did not do good in track. That was just not my, that was not my calling. It was obviously. a different day. Yeah. So, but now these, these young people, they're, they've got, um, what do they call it? Uh, team sports or, um, yeah. club, sports, club sports, which is outside yeah. of right. what they're doing of. in school. Right. Then they've got homework up the wazoo. Tons of it. And then you're supposed to do, um, you know, maybe you're going to do cheerleading or whatever you're going to do outside of that. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to do Girl Scouts outside of that. Mm -hmm. They're so overcommitted. It's all and at the so, same time. Oh, oh. It's simultaneous. And I don't know how parents right. do it. I have some of my clients' parents that have really just said no to mm -hmm. a lot of that. Good for them. Good for them. Yeah. And they they are committed to Sunday family days. And Good they're, for them they're, again. They're yeah. just, they're really understanding the value of giving these young people an opportunity to do the things that they want to do, but not overtaxing them just simply because that's what the parents think they need to do. Yeah. Cause a lot of these young people, they don't, they, they're tweens. They don't know, you know, if you're a high school senior and you choose to do all these activities, it's your choice. Mm. But when you're a tween, it's really what the parents are choosing for you. And I, it breaks my heart sometimes to see them so overcommitted and so pulled in so many different directions. Um, not that I'm, criticizing parents because I'm sure they want to give their child the best that they can. Sure. You get the which motive. Means you understand the motive. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Um, the manifestation is completely different sometimes. Though. Yeah. And I think some of the portrait parties that we do as the tween ambassador program that I offer is fun for them because they get a chance to be with their girls right. and their tribe and they right. get to come in and do BFF photos. That's best friends forever, by the way. BFF, <laughs> Thank you. I, I knew you. that one. Oh, did you? I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that far out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you have a tween almost. Yeah. You yeah. know, you have a tween nine. She's, she's 10. 10. Well, she's, oh. I'm sorry. She is nine. She will be 10 in a couple months. <laughs> so by the time this airs, she's 10. She's 10. Yeah. Happy birthday. Yeah, double digits. Oh my. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do so, this, do this for me. Um, 
because we didn't really do this at the beginning, and I'll just put it at the beginning. Tell me who you are and where you're from, and give me an intro to yourself. My name is Bertha. And <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. My so name knew. is Jed. <laughs> I so knew it. Why am I surprised? <laughs> uh, uh, my name is Kay Eskridge. I'm from Phoenix, Arizona. Mm-hmm. My studio name is Images by Kay and Company Photography. Um, the the thing that I'm talking about is Celebrate Tweens, which is the division of my business that is specifically set up for tweens. Um, and I, it kind of came from when I started photographing boudoir about oh, 8,000 years ago, I created Celebrate Sexy, which is yeah, the boudoir division. Yeah. And so when it was time for me to kind of look at how I wanted to divide my tween um, segment of the studio, it just made sense to call it Celebrate Tweens mm-hmm. because ultimately we're celebrating who we are, whether right. you're a grown up woman or a young girl. Right. It obviously we're not doing, they don't, you know, they don't, they intermix. do not right. intermix at no, all. No, 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 very separate. No, no, very separate. As a matter of fact, Celebrate Sexy has its own separate website, as it should. Absolutely. Right. Um, and I don't do any advertising on that. It's all word of mouth. I keep them separate because I am a family friendly business right. and I don't want people to get the wrong impression. Um, but I love the idea of celebrating regardless celebrating of what age you are. It, right. And it's really about making them feel good about who they are right. and, and what they are. And I think, again, that's another another thing that I um, hold myself responsible is that ultimately I just want them to feel good about who they are, yeah. no matter what age you are. It, as, long as, I, as long as you leave my studio feeling better about who you are than when you walked in, then I feel like I've done my job. And as a side note, and the pragmatic portion of this, right. is that people will spend more on the product because they are attached to the experience that provided the product. Yep. So when they look at that album or they look at the image on the wall or mm-hmm. they look at whatever they're looking at, they're more connected to it and will spend more money on it they because have that of that. Positive association Absolutely. with the experience. Right. You know, I um, photograph uh, over in California every summer, uh, which is nice because then I write the trip off. I even write off my bathing suits. Well, why not? Call them props. They are props. Yeah, absolutely. Props for the girls. Hear that, Uh, Uncle Sam? Those those are props. Oh, oh, shh. Sorry. Can we cut that out? (laughs) No, they're props. Crap. Um, But I've had a mom say to me that um, every time she gets really pissed off at her kids and just wants to throw one of them against the wall, which Mm. obviously she wouldn't do, she walks down the hallway and looks at the portrait of them at the beach where they all look happy and they're (laughs) all like this one big, cohesive, (laughs) happy, loving family. And she takes a breath. She looks at these darling little children (laughs) and she's able to go back without throwing them against the wall because she sees that they can be so great. Right. Yeah. 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 There's uh, the evidence. Exactly. that, That they are fabulous kids. Where do people find you, Kay? Uh, Imagesbykay.com is the yeah. website. The uh, business or the studio number is 602-393-9333, which is 602-393-9333. I'm in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, you can find me at the Celebrate Tweens on Instagram is, is a really great way to follow the tween yeah. Line, or you can uh, also K at K or at K Eskridge. Right. I don't have a separate um, Instagram account for the studio, and it's really a hard decision whether or not to do that. Like, just make it all business. But I listened to somebody who said people want to see who you really are. They also want to see that. Yeah. So on my Instagram account, you're going to see the fact that I dress my dogs up. <laughs> That I am in love with my parents, and they are oh, all oh, over. Oh. I, I I am 
so grateful. Um, my father, unfortunately, is um, suffering with dementia, oh. and um, we're going down a really hard road with that. Uh, so I'm I spend as much time as I can with my parents. Yes. I'm so grateful for them. They've given me everything, yeah. sacrificed everything to give me a good life. Uh, so you'll see my family. You'll see the fact that I have I am a Chuck addiction note collector right. i do have converse like chuck I said, taylor fanatic. chuck taylor lots of converses con- converses <laughs> converse chucks converse it's, it's converse, converse I. I. um and you'll see like i said you'll see my dogs you'll see a little bit of my life but then you'll see some images too because i think um i i want my clients to see the real me see I, who you are I, yeah. who i am because mm-hmm. they're they're making a choice to spend money with me because of me right right you know, they, they know that they're going to get me when they are photographed by me, whether it's an executive, a tween, um, a newborn baby, which isn't my, my thing, but I, I still photograph them. I'm a little bit more of a classic newborn baby photographer. Sure. I don't have all the props. It's, it's, right. Right. it's right. so, um, yeah, a little bit of, I do just about, I do everything but weddings. I say that's easy. Yes. To say. Been there, done it's easy that. Easy to say. I, no, seriously, I swore if I heard Ave Maria one more time, I was doing a swang dive That's off the of the Brophy the Chapel upstairs, <laughs> right in the middle of a wedding. I was going to be like, swan dive. Boom. I know of 80 reasons that <gasps> I would put before that, and that's the reason you came up with. No more Ave Marias. <laughs> <my> Ave Maria. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, um, I will come out of retirement every now and again for a legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've been in business this long, I actually about six months ago photographed now get this the daughter of the the mother i photographed the mother's well first and second marriages but then now i've photographed the daughter's wedding yeah so and i photographed her as a baby that's how and i photographed her high school senior portraits right right. and then i photographed her wedding and i that talk about a rush so you'll do those yeah you're gonna do that yeah Absolutely. But um, the next day I ached for hours. My shoulder hurt. My yeah. feet hurt. I, had bl- I Now I know it, wedding photography is a young person's hey, that, job. That's what happens to us in our mid thirties. Okay. You know, we start, we start, <laughs> we start things start falling when apart. We're in our mid thirties. You know, that's how it is for us right now. Yeah. What you're 36. I'm 34. <laughs> Plus 20. The mid 30s are rough. <laughs> the mid 30s. That's when you start losing your eyesight. You can't hear. <laughs> It's, oh it's a good thing. Things, some things will never. Right, right. Well, good for <laughs> Those you. Those will always be right nice. there. Yeah, yeah. Good for you. Hey, thank you for doing this. You're welcome. Are this we done? Is, yeah, I think so. I mean, it's been a year and a half that we've been talking. <laughs> six, anyone, six days later. Anyone that's still with us, thank you for coming along for the ride. This was a fun one. I really appreciate oh, you doing this. And you had a lot of really great stuff in there. So thank you for good. taking the time. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Jed Talks. <laughs> Jack Talks 2019. Hashtag. <laughs> Get all that. Get all that, everybody. Thanks again. Alrighty. You bet. Love you.